All right, welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. I'm Zach, I'm with Nick, and it is absolutely pissing down. Um, Northern Beaches, me, hasn't stopped raining, and I'm very impressed with what Randwick did on the weekend, but I'm going to be pretty keen to see what Randwick does this weekend. Lucky that we're talking Melbourne, mate, and we're talking Flemington. Um, good weather there. If anyone hasn't done it yet, jump in the Facebook group. There's It's building. There's punters clubs going in there for the footy coming up, and plenty of tips happening. And it's this little prick might have tipped hinged on the weekend as well, mate. Welcome in. Thanks, mate. Yep, yeah, I sure did. Um, oh, I like the others in the race. I've got to admit that too. I definitely thought Espiona and Fangirl run good races, but yeah, no, it was nice to tip one at some big odds. Did you? Um, I, th- I know, like, uh, we I saw that in the morning that Espiona was the best lay of the day from Tab and some bookies and stuff. Hinged was fucking close. Those two Queenslanders like, didn't start Tontes just fly. Fangirl, nowhere. Yeah, start Tontes is really good. I think last prep probably wasn't. It promised to be something, and they came down and they ran it in a golden rose as a late entry, and it sort of just, you ran okay. So it was good to see. Maybe likes to sting out of the track a little bit. So good to see her return. I think she's a really good horse. So um, yeah, and Espiona. I don't know. She just gets so got so far back. She still hangs in. She's got a lot of learning to do. She might just be better than Melbourne way. Yeah. Um, and what about? I think you made your best of the day. A bit of Colette action. I know I was giving a bit of push to Very Elegant. It could have gone either way. But very Elegant. What I fucking love. I love is seeing 3,200 meters. When was it? November. November four or five or whatever. Has a has a first up run. All good. And then no worries. We'll just win it for. It's shades of like Maccabi Diva and Sunline and those sort of horses. She's as good as them now. Like, really. I know that's a big call, but it, she's the 111 group ones. And I think the main thing is like, such an ugly going horse. Like, she's so unattractive to look at, but she's just so tough and quick. Like, when she's idea went up on her outside, I actually thought she was going to go past. And she's so unco. She's unco. Like, she's so unco and somehow just like a two year old keeps doing it. Um, obviously, we're, talk- we're, we're talking a bunch of Melbourne. We can mention some more Sydney. We'll have a crack at there a bit later. Obviously, Nature Strip and stuff going around. But um, a couple from the weekends. I'm going to leave. Flying Mascot, we, we sort of said that would win. You've got the Quinella in the first. You were pretty keen. Finance Tycoon um, generation. Finance Tycoon just fucking found the front and led. Pissed me off, mate. It gave me thoughts of Rose Hill a couple of weeks ago, this track, especially in the first com- couple. I think that if you weren't on the rail, you were sort of doomed for. Obviously, Flying Mascot, a bunch of them came in and even Lavish yeah. Girl, that one at odds in the, that beat Argentia. Argentia was never going to do, you know? So, what do you reckon? Yeah, the rail was very hot early. I think it evened itself out as the day went on. I think track pattern often goes out the window a little bit as the class of the horses goes up too, I think. Um, it's obviously still plays a part, but I, you tend to see in those earlier races, if there is a track pattern, it really, it, it's really highlighted. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a shame. I thought Argentia was still a really good run considering, um, but yeah, rail was hot. And I know that you must've had a bit of a crack at Cascadian. Uh, we both argue, like sort of disagreed more so because I've had beef with Cascadian in the past. <laughs> Um, Callsign Mavs scratched in the morning. I thought maybe even Steel Prince at a little bit of odds might have taken it up and been a chance, but mate, Cascadian, bloody good. Yeah, two dollars in the end. I just in yeah. that field was just stealing money. Like he still doesn't want to do it. Like he gets to the front and he still thinks about it and thinks, do I really want to win? Like 
but it was a perfect ride from Ollie knowing that he had a horse that he needs to just throw over the line, just present him at the 200 and hope um, I won't be following him anywhere. No, um, I think I think the Futurity, when I was looking at it, I hadn't had a bet throughout the day and I looked at it and I, I would have looked at the race 20 times and still had no idea who to bet with. I know we mentioned I'm Thunderstruck, thought it might they might be pissing at each other off up front and I'm Thunderstruck might fly late, but that Sierra Sioux, good win. Obviously, Mawanga, I thought that was pretty good as well. Lost by just over a length. Tafane, thought it might have done a bit better. But that race, I had absolutely no idea. I looked at it plenty of times. What do you reckon? Pete's ride, Johnny Allen, on Sierra Sioux. Really it? good ride. Um, and terrible ride on Mwanga, Jamie Carr. I don't know what she did. Bounced third, fourth, and then took it back to last. Like, it's a horse that likes racing in the first couple. Like, just... I don't know. Group one, it just sort of looked like they didn't really want to win with it, which is fine if you want yeah. to do that for it. But he smashed the line, which was a really good good thing to see. I think I'm Thunderstruck is the best miler in the country. I thought it was such a good run. Everyone's talking about, oh, you'd have to be forgiving after the weekend and all this. I don't reckon. I thought it was a really good run. He didn't leave second gear and he was in behind the ruck. He's a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't disagree. Blue Diamond, Dormier, just by 0.1 of a length. Revolutionary miss with Jamie. Uh, your pick, Sebenak, got a got a fourth. Look, I reckon it could have done a lot better. Don't know what happened there, but I can't see any of these upsetting the boys in Sydney or girls. Or no. This is tier two group uh, two-year-olds for yeah. sure. I think Jack and O will be a good horse and Revolutionary Miss. I think they'll both be good horses. I don't know if it's t- talking through my tip, but I thought Sevenak was the best run in the race for sure. Um, didn't get a shot at him at all the whole way. Yep. Sort of stuck him behind and then presented really late and finished off a fourth. I thought it was a fantastic run. If you got the same run as Jack and I, I reckon it goes past Dormier. So I think he might be one to follow, but he's not as good as Cool and Gatter and these horses. No, no way. Keen for Greece this weekend. That's what I'm keen. Well, I've just seen some blue sky. I'm unreal. Um, all right. And the last one I'll mention is the Oakley Plates. Uh, obviously, I gave a bit of, we put a, a bit of kebab mail out from one of the boys who saw um, Wild Ruler's track work manager, a track work writer. Who knows if he even was, but we took the mail and saying that he was absolutely flying after that race. He's been retired to stud. So, yeah, that's um put a good mock on it. But Marabi, we were a bit iffy, weren't we? Like how would how it would play out, but it was bloody good. Um led the whole way, still won by whatever half a length or something. Sure, like just too good. Um yeah. thought away game was really good as well. Um Minaj, if you I went back and watched the stewards vision, um, copped a knock at the 700 and nearly went through the fence. I think Kieran McAvoy said we got but this isn't the actual quote, but yeah, what did he say? He said we got cowboys. around. Cow- we nearly got put through the fence by cowboys yeah. or something. Yeah. And if you go back and watch it, I'm surprised she stayed standing up. She got smashed. So wherever she's running next start, I'll be on for sure. Yeah. But Marabi, yeah, get her to. She's she's good enough now for TJs and things like that. I think. I think he was talking about Jim Byrne. I think and her Jim Byrne was on Jonker and came last. I'm pretty sure he was the cowboy that was sort of. Rough and yeah. tumbling, poor Karen. Um, poor boy. General Bo gave her a good whack as well. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, that nah. it was, yeah, I felt a bit sick watching it, to be honest. She nearly fell over. Yeah. And you know what? When I see, um, I see Marabi, and I hate like being the doubter. Like sometimes you look at these fields and you think, oh, $2.50 or whatever, oh, I'm not touching it. But sometimes you just got to fucking touch it because. Mm-hmm. 
when you look in hindsight, you're like, yeah, it's pretty bloody good and it hasn't lost for a while. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes it's just trying to overcomplicate something simple. It's yeah. We do it all the time, but yeah. What do you do? Um, all right, we're about to start Flemington. One quick mention, what do you think of that Ramwick track as well before we go? Like, are you impressed? What are we expecting oh, on Saturday? So impressed. I thought it was unbelievable um, considering like... Played pretty fair. Another track. Any, a lot of other track, like any provincial track, that meeting's getting cancelled. And I actually didn't think it was bottomless. I thought it actually held up okay. So, yeah, it'll be interesting seeing what the form's like coming out of it. But, yeah, yeah I thought it was fantastic. The curators have obviously done an awesome job. Yeah, unbelievable. I thought I, the fact that even you watched the very first race, I think Shelby 66 came from last with Pikey aboard, just instantly showed you, oh, you can make up ground here. And then you also watch Ellsberg, which finds the front and just ridden to perfection by Tim Clark. So it was pretty good. But um, sure. nine of the best are from Flemington. So race one, generally, I haven't looked at any trials. I doubt you have going off market-wise. We Nessie's the fave. It's 370, Jamie Carr, Mick Price. We might as well just go with that. Mumbai Jewel, Crystalus, Milan. To me, I haven't looked at anything. Uh, do you know anything about race one? I haven't had a good look yet. I'll, I usually have a bit of a look at these races either tomorrow night or on Saturday morning. Um, but no, nah, haven't had much of a look at all. Neither. All right. Uh, okay. So the the Roy Higgins quality is 2,600 metres of the best. Crystal Pegasus is going around $1.75. J-Mac wrote it last time. $1.75, very short. It did open at $1.65, so we open even shorter. Tiger Tiger's there. Damien Oliver's in, $4.60. We go out to 8 bucks playoffs, and then we're double figures the rest. Look, Crystal Pegasus, bloody good horse, and we'll probably win, but are we enticed? Are, we, are you fucking caring about $1.75? <laughs> I didn't think so initially, but now looking again, like, it, what's going to beat it? Nothing's going to beat it. Mm. Like, Tiger Tiger was, what, five, four or five lengths off it. Playoffs was a couple of lengths off it as well. Sticks to 55 kilos, like J-Mac off, car on. No real massive loss. I think this horse goes better with the distance going up. I, I don't know. Maybe $1.75 all right for multis or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't be backing it one out, but yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it is tough. It's very short, but look, I reckon it probably wins. Like Tiger Tiger's good, yeah. but I think Crystal Pegasus, you know, it may even get out of touch because some people just don't want to touch $1.75 and Bookies just wind it out a little bit, get an enticing. Yeah, well, you even look at like their last runs against each other. Like Crystal Pegasus had 58 and Tiger Tiger had 61, which you think, oh, that's three kilos. And then Crystal Tiger Tiger only goes down half a kilo, mm. uh, like gets half a kilo less than Crystal Pegasus. So up another 600 meters, I would have thought this would be, yeah. Be close. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Agree. Uh, race three, 1200 meter. We got Rose Quartz. Rose Quartz is um, coming a little bit. It's $2.30. Had a good win. Last start at Flemington. I think it was two weeks ago in the last. Bermudez is there at fives. Little drift. Rain deal. 750, and we got Evening Glory, Bonds Aboard, Imperial Lad, etc. Um, Rose Quartz was pretty sick last start. Um, I think it ended up winning by a fair bit too. Like Australia was a three and a half lengths or something. Good win, eh? Yeah, it was a really good win. I couldn't entertain 230 in this race. Um, obviously, like much better field, much stronger field than that day. I like two in the race. Um, I like Rain Beal. Got a nice first up record. I think it's four starts, two wins, and two placings. 
Our last preparation, its last run, it was behind Morabi a couple of lengths. So I think with 56 and a half, it'll, it'll run a good race. Um, has had just the one run up the straight. I'm pretty happy with 750. And then the other one, the weights is the only thing that I'm not wrapped with, but Superium, I think it's over the odds at 13 bucks. Um, coming out of the Lost and Running race, it's two and a half lengths behind Lost and Running as well. Um, you got you see Lost and Running is a genuine, probably a group one horse now. So, and it's at 13. So I thought I'm probably not going to have a massive play on the race, but I might have something small each way on both of them. Did it um, entice you more when you saw John McNeil in the saddle? Yeah, he is my boy. Is that who you um, just look at each race? And you go, what's he on? Third nah, I, genuinely, I genuinely... Melbourne J-Mac. Couldn't, I couldn't believe that they put up 13 bucks for it. Like, I don't know, lost and running's what? A dollar 30 shot in this race, dollar 40 okay. shot in this race. So I just thought 13 bucks was a pretty good good price to have a bit of a each way play. But yeah, it does help that my boy's on board. <laughs> All right. Um, the Dressity in race four, Cirilio Miss, $3.40, pretty much bang on what it opened. Likewise with Anavisto for Mick Price and Jamie Carr. Owes me some fucking cash, Anavisto. Uh, $4.40, we go to 9 bucks. Excelia with Brett Preble and the Hayes. And Jail Lee, John McNeil, 9 bucks, um, straight out to 10s for Electric Girl and Zoo Dancer. Uh, Anavisto, mate, are we sticking with? Yeah, sticking. I like the horse a lot. Love its racing pattern. It sort of always races on the speed. Pretty tough sort of horse. Got a really nice first up record. Three starts for a couple wins. Um, first up, last preparation. I think it either ran, it might ran second to Turath, um, who's now coming out and run, what, third in a futurity. So I think if, if Ana Visto comes back and has that natural progression that you think she would, I think 440 is a pretty good price in this race. Is yeah. Um, any at odds? You don't want to jump on number eleven, Mr. Jalay, Mr. John McNeil. No, I'm interested to see how Quantum Mechanic comes back. Like, I don't, I don't think this is by any means sort of her race or anything like that. But I just thought last preparation was building towards a win and just never really got one. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking forward to just seeing how it gets back, comes back, and yeah, Damian Lane and Price at twenty bucks always gives me a nice little chill. <laughs> Gives a little semi. Um, the English Sprint overpass. I think this is a good bet. I think it did open 280, so I would have liked to got that, but it's 225 now. Um, Able Willie's at 440, a little bit of money for it. We got Shadow Devil, we got Sneaky Five, eight bucks, Spellcatcher at 13s, and we're at he's exceptional and stuff. Um, in the 20s, overpass wins barrier 13. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. Um, 59 and a half parry down there for a ride. Um, yeah, I think 225 is a fine price. I think I don't. Able Willie, I thought like in behind horses like Marzu, who aren't necessarily group horses yet, they might be eventually, but at the moment, no. Thought Able Willie was really, really um, poor probably two weeks ago at, at Rose Hill. Um, so yeah, I think overpass is a good bet. And then just the watch horses, Sneaky Five first up, like. Ran in a Manicato or a Moya fourth run ever um, as a three-year-old. So it's got to be... one. Yeah, we're Jonka one, which if we want to mention it, I did tip that yeah. day. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> it. I threw it out there. Yeah, you put it out there for me. Um, so yeah, Sneaky Five, just a little watch horse. But I think Overpass looks one of the better bets for the day there. Um, speaking of better bets, we go to Zaki and the Blaney. Um Open 250, and there was chat about Zaki running in Sydney or whatever, but $2.10, 
I think is a steal still, which is a fucking weird thing to say. Um, Mr. Brightside's at 420. Likewise is inspirational girl. You got corner pocket, King Magnus, Purple Sector. Um, more. But look, fuck, I'm cool with 210. This is I can't believe they've given us 210 and it's stick it's stuck around for a day. I'm I'm just in the process at the moment of honestly deciding like how much to have on it. I don't I don't know. I just What's beating it? Like, there's money for Inspirational Girl, which is interesting, but does there look like there's going to be heaps of hot speed in this race that's going to set up for her? I don't know. I wouldn't have thought so. You might have Corner Pocket and, like, Zaki's drawn gate one. They might just do what they did in the Emirates with him. So, yeah, no, this is – I think this is fucking good bet. (laughs) I'm not um I'm not even like taking into account anything else. Like I, I pretty like locked in. That's a bet. That's a multi. That's a standout in the quaddy for me. Yeah. So fucking so it could either go one way or the other. Um like two ten. It's not often I say oh, I'm pretty keen on two ten, but yeah, I think it'll probably start a bit shorter, but we'll see. I think dollar I think dollar fifty it starts. Really? Dollar fifty five, dollar sixty around that mark. That's a lot of cash. They'll come for it. They'll just come. Friday morning, 9 a.m., it'll be into a dollar seventy-five. Okay. So get on now. Yeah, I'm literally gonna put my money in my account when we finish. Um, the Australian Guineas is race seven over the mile as well. Profondo is the fave for Richard Litz. Barry 15, it's a favorite at 420. We got Hitotsu at 480. We got Cap Devant at 750. A little bit of coin for Snowdens and Jamie Carr. Pinstripe just going around again. We got Forgot You, Lightsaber, Ranch Hand, and Basiro. Um, look, at, I guess it's pretty close. Profondo is a bloody good horse and obviously hasn't had, it's had a couple of trials last time out. Um, obviously, one at Ramwick. But then Hitotsu, Cap Devant, they're not. They're not fucking nothings, are they? This is a good, good Australian guineas. Like, I'm so glad they've taken Profondo down there. Um, Ranch Hand goes down as well. Like, don't forget him. That's He's a big chance in a race like this. I think it's a really good Quinella's trifectas race. Don't know if I'll be able to land the winner just having one bet. I think you got to spread your money out a little bit, back a few or do trifectas. I probably... Like Profondo could end up being the best horse in the race, but do I want to first up, first run in Melbourne, 1,600, like probably a bit short of his best. Yep, first up, gate 15. Like, do I want to be diving into him as favourite? Probably not. Um, Hitotsu, Hitotsu, we know, like done his best work at Flemington too. Yep, 480 about him. I think he should be favourite personally. And then the other one I want to back is the other mark. Uh, sorry, the other horse in the same colours. Um, forgot you, I thought. Super run behind Pinstripe. And that was first up, smashed the line. So Hitotsu and Forgot You are the two for me, but I'd be playing sort of trifectas and Quinellas. What was the group one that Hitotsu won where it beat Allegro? Derby. The Derby. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I'm with you. I, I, I do think, I don't think there's, I think they're pretty much similar, but. Fucking hell. Captive aren't. It's a bloody good race. There's some good. They're really, really good some of these, eh? It's just exciting. It's really exciting. Um, if, I was, if you were to do a trifecta, what would you do? In the in the guineas? You can only pick three. I can only pick three. Okay. Um, I will have. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna my roughy, because that's what you do with the trifecta, is ranch hand is gonna go in there. I'm going to have Profondo and I'm going to have 
Cap Devant. Nice. Eight, three, two. Yourself? Your what? Think, two, no, one. What? One, three, four, I think. One, well, one, four, three would be my order. Oh, so we're going yeah. to top two in it. Top two in it. Okay, fair enough, mate. Well, I'm just being honest. That's right. If it's four. 420. I think, yeah, I think the two I'm going to back are Hitotsu and Forgot You, and I think Profondo is a chance of running in the top three. I don't mind Captivon either. So, you know what? Let's leave Profondo out. I definitely didn't mind that run by Ranch Hand. I know it got sort of what happened. Look, Anime was always winning, and Tommy got a suspension for cutting him off a little bit um, in the last hundred or whatever. But I reckon Ranch Hand's due a fucking good win. So, I don't know. It might be in there. It might be a bit of value. Third, fourth, who knows? Um, sure. Sure. race 8,000 metres right up my alley this sort of stuff Malkovich Joshy Paz aboard for Bjorn drifting though four bucks out the 460 good coin for Maliva Stokes and Brett Preble 850 to 550 Brooklyn Hustles there at sevens we've got Enthar at nines into sevens so that's sort of a couple of bucks in Sword of Mercy Albanta It's Me is going around It's Me was scratched from Ramwick obviously didn't run a run in the heavy 500 uh, Trekking's there Fatus is there I like this race as well I love this race. It's interesting, <laughs> Malkovich on the backup as well. Um, thought it ran pretty tough in the, last weekend, so I can see why they've sort of posted it as your favourite. Not not a demanding favourite, or any commanding favourite, but um, yeah, four sixty. I like it's me. I know it might be a little bit short, like in terms of a thousand metres. It's probably looking for twelve hundred. Um, but like Kavanaugh has picked a Melbourne race, obviously trying to avoid the wet a little bit, but he's a smart trainer. Um, Gets McNeil actually didn't realize that. Gets what a surprise. McNeil, 54 kilos. Like this horse was first up over four after 483 days. And I thought ran really, really well in a quality race. Um, gets finds this race here, like up the street, up the straight, they traditionally just sit and sprint over the thousand anyway. 14 bucks is pretty good price. I'm happy to just be on her all prep. So yeah. you'll make money order. being on her if she stays fit and not injured. Exactly. I think she I think she'll run a place for sure. Four bucks a place looks a good bet. Oh, four bucks a place. And we go last. Um look, I'd rather finish the day with a thousand meters, but we'll go to a mile. We got Yonts or whatever it is. Yonts or Yonchi. How does he do it? I think it's Yonts. Stupid name. Uh, Gentleman Roy at five bucks. We've got Basara at seven dollars. Savannah Cloud at sevens. Straight out to double figures with Nicolini, Vito, all them. Ripper Rita. Um, look, don't have a huge opinion of the last. A benchmark 84 mile race. Gentleman Roy was bloody good, I guess, beating Tuvalu, which still gives me nightmares. Um, what do you reckon? This is like the best benchmark 84 I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like you've got Yonts, who's like group quality, Gentleman Roy, group, group quality, Basawa, or however you say it, group quality, Savannah Cloud, Nicola Navito, no doubt have group quality. Even like down the page, like, oh, Mudgy goes all right, high and dry goes okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Yonts. I've been on all prep, so I Yonce? just have to, yeah, I have to, Yonche, Yonchi, Yonsi, Yonsanana. You can call it whatever it wants if it wins. Make it five on the trot. It hasn't lost yet. Nah, and it hasn't done anything wrong. Like, got there pretty late um, in its last win. But I don't know. I thought Gentleman Roy would probably lead and be hard to catch. But I'm pretty happy with Johnny Allen giving Yonce a uh, smack down the outside. Yeah, well, mate, it's all, all it's got to do is win, right? So 
That's yeah. um, so we need. All right, that is Flemington. Couple of races at Randwick. Um, we are both Sydney boys, so we're well aware of the fucking weather. So, look, the track. It's a heavy ten now, and it will probably stay a heavy ten. I assume they'll run and just see what happens. But, um, I'm in Tamworth this weekend for a bit of country racing. That's going to be fucking riveting stuff. Um, Lovely. I want to just mention, just because I'm this is one of my horses, the Riesling, which is race two. Russian Conquest is two bucks to two fifteen. Greece is the one I think I've talked to you about as well. J-Max on for Kieran Maher and Eustace. This is the boom horse that they reckon could be better than Cool and Gatter. Um, they, whether it goes to Slipper or whatever, Slipper, Percy, there's a few races. Apparently, it's a freak. It's had two fantastic trials. It's three bucks, and then I don't really care for the others. Have you watched the trials of Greece? I have watched the trials of Greece, and they were very, 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 very good. Yeah, there's heaps of yarns trial. about it. I suppose the thing is, it'll be it'll be race day. Like, how's it go in the yard? And then I'd say that with a horse like this, the last six or seven minutes of betting will be really telling. Like, if it's threes into two forty, I dare say it'll be it'll be going pretty close to winning the race. It's gonna be tough to have any idea though. Like, it's first up in first race, and then you're going and maybe pissing down rain, heavy ten. They just need it to race, right? So that's the point. But it's hard to be confident. It is, especially when Russian Conquest has come out and proven that he's good or she's a good horse, like, yeah. and in the soft, like she's actually had a go in the soft and won. So it's, I don't know, it's probably there's probably not a, an inch of value in this race. I think it's going to be a good watch race and maybe set up a bit of a interesting thing for the slipper. But even Ojai or whatever, however Ohio. you say it, Ohio. Ohio, yeah, there it is. How is that Ohio? It's crazy, isn't well, similar, it? Similar, similar um, to Ohio, I think. But like, yeah, Ohio, like I didn't, I backed it last start and I didn't think it was too bad of a run and you had 10 bucks in this race. Like you could come out and do something too. So no, nah, I'd be sitting and watching. I'm keen to see what Greece does though for you. Me too. Um, race five, quick look challenge, Nature Strip and Eduardo. Um, there's obviously others in there, but I'm not too fussed with Splintech, September run, trekking, Fucking whatever. Um, Nature Strip is a dollar sixty-five. Eduardo's two forty. Has Nature Strip one in the heavy? Yeah, it has two starts, two wins. Eduardo, two wins in the heavy as well. Nature Strip win. Barrier seven, barrier five. It's all pretty similar. I got a cool question for you. Could you imagine if they scratched everything but Eduardo and Nature Strip, and it was just a two-horse race? Far. How cool would that be? Little match race. I'd like imagine that and then just leaving like a head start or something, which was 150s or something. Yeah, just something to go and run out in front. Danny Williams run. Um, That'd be so cool. I would like to see that. Um, but I'm a huge Nature Strip fan, always have been. Um, I just reckon, look, I don't, I'm not even caring about the price. Let's just ignore the price and ignore the betting. Do you think Nature Strip wins? I think he wins by four. Really? Maybe five. Four or five I, links to Eduardo. I can't tell you, like, I've never been more, like, shocked by a horse's run that didn't win than Nature Strips last two weeks ago in the Lightning. I've never. It, like, <laughs> yeah. people, are saying, people are saying that it had its chance. Like, what fucking chance did it have? It didn't have a chance. It got smashed out of the gates after missing it, squeezed, then Profiteer comes across again. So... Doesn't right doesn't play its normal role in leading, 
has to come from last and then still has the audacity to go and nearly knock off a group one Kuma horse. Like <laughs> with three well, more kilos. How how blessed is J Mac though? Do you know what I mean? It's oh. like everything he does, he can maybe ride no winners throughout the week or whatever, but when it comes to the big stage and gets these big horses, like I'm just gonna jump on home affairs, I'm gonna win. And then I'm gonna jump on Nate Strip in this weekend. I'm gonna win. It's just like he's, he like, just, he's like he's like an NBA player that's married but also has a free hall pass whenever he wants. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. And he's fucking everything touches. And the, how blessed is he for that last race at Melbourne? Like, he's on home affairs, probably nervous, going, fuck, you know, Nature Strip probably wins this, you know, whatever. All of a sudden jumps, where the fuck's Nature Strip? What's doing? He's like, I'm a big chance here. Pokes his tongue out of the line. Perfect, mate. Fucking blessed. Five. Four five lengths. Yeah. Um, speaking of Profiteer, Profiteer goes around in the fireball the next race. Um, not much of a fucking race for me, this, but any thoughts on that? Race six? I'm just having a look now to see if there was any like gear changes for Profiteer. There's none. I would have thought they'd put something on him. He just fucking, I don't know, he must have been horny that day or something because he was up and about. And they actually backed him a little bit. Like there was a little bit of specking for him. Yeah. I'd want to see him come out and run straight first before I backed him. I think I thought Marzu was good, but I don't Marzu know. Marzu was good. Be sort of classy. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't really like a whole lot in this race, to be honest. All right. Well, yeah. why don't we have why don't we have one more race, which is like your favorite horse, the Ramwick Guineas, and we talk about you tell me why Halal can beat Animo. I know you're a big fan of Halal, Hawks, and William Pike. Uh $5.50 up against Animo, who's a dollar eighty. Um Halal hasn't had a run in the heavy. How's it going to go? <laughs> pretty, pretty tough to say. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping pretty well. Um, I've backed Halal in the, in the guineas. I took a nice early price a couple of weeks ago. So I've been sort of hoping that they'd scratch Animo for this race on the weekend. That's sort of the, the goal. Um, I don't know if he can beat Animo. I'm not sure if he can. I think Animo is going to get better and better throughout the prep. And as they go up in distance, he probably gets better. This is probably Halal's peak, I think. I think this run and whatever the next run is will be the two his two grand final runs. Um, I don't know. 550 versus a dollar eighty when it only beat you by what this far. It's still it's still the better bet for me. Um, but yeah, I'm re- I'm looking forward to the race. Converge is Another one as well. Like, don't forget about him. Like, he's going to get better as the distance gets longer. Gay's coming out and saying he's a derby horse. So, they're all fucking derby horses, though. So, he's um, going to pump them up a bit, pump the tires. Yeah. Up. I'm keen you know, to see what happens. War Eternal was good the other week. War Eternal won. It was at 15 bucks. Oh, it's $13 now. Yeah. And gets Collet, too, who's riding super at the moment. In the heavy. Yeah. He's a creak in the heavy, isn't he? Oh, he's just like. He obviously is a really astute jockey, like goes out, really does the track, like has a look at the track properly. And yeah. So, yeah, the, another, my, my best um, in Sydney, if they, if the races go ahead, private eye in the race yeah. before in the Canterbury, like you've got a, a horse that's just a swimmer has had three trials leading in. It's 11s into fives already forbidden love on the backup of after a heavy run. Lighthouse, who's never run in Sydney, has it. All, all runs have been in Melbourne. And yet Private High, who goes straight to 1300 Group 1, or what is it a group? Yeah, Canterbury's Group 1, isn't it? Group 1, 
Eleven's into fives, loves the wet, and had three trials leading to its first up run. <laughs> I'm pretty pumped about are you, it. Are you keen? I'm fucking keen. <laughs> really keen. First up, four for two. Yep. Regan Bayless. Is Regan on? Regan. Assume so. Yeah, Bayless. Yeah. Oh, Joe Pride. All right. So that's one of your best in Sydney? That'd be my best in Sydney for sure. And your best or best couple in Melbourne? Um, have to read your name. Yeah, yeah. It's me at a bit of value. Is that is that a good place price? Yeah, it's me. Um, would be definitely the the value one. I, I I think Zaki's the best bet there for sure. Zaki and Overpass should both be winning. Um, thanks, mate. No worries. I'm gonna once I get off this uh, call with you, I'm gonna have to do some deep dark thinking about how many zeros I'm putting on the end of this one. Is that just on Zaki on the single? Yeah, I, I'm not a, you, as you know. I think I've said it a few times. Not a. There's nothing worse than have liking something and then one of the other legs loses and fucks you. So I'm just gonna yeah, I'll just back him. I don't know. It's an interesting thing, mate. Like, how much do you have? I don't know. Nah, you got to bet responsibly, right? <laughs> as much as as much as you're not going to be pissed off when it comes second. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think the yeah. fact is, yeah, with that sort of stuff and like when you really like, it's not often you really like something, right? So if you really like Zaki, you have a month, you literally like think about it earlier. I just whacked 500 on this. Am I going to be furious if it loses in a photo? Am I going to be furious if I lose 100? No. Nah. So you just got to find that little like bit where it's going to oh, piss you yeah, off yeah. the most. That's why I reckon. Sure. Bet within your means. What, you, um, what else, mate? What else is happening this weekend? Not much, obviously, with the weather. I was supposed to have a trial game, but I don't know if we'll be playing. Like the grounds are underwater. So, pretty yuck. Yeah, it'll be pretty cruisy. Um, probably go to the track Saturday. Up your luck, mate. Well, if anyone oh. is in Tamworth on Sunday, I'll be at the Tamworth races. So, that's going to be good stuff. Um, doubtful <laughs> anyone's there, but it's be thrilling. Yeah. But um, fingers crossed, mate. Hopefully, we do better. Um, we'll find and lash up the fucking Zaki. Hope for the best. For sure, brother. Cool, bro. All right, man.